Last time on Stuck in the Middle Kingdom with you, I came back from Nanjing having learned a lot about the evils that mankind can descend to. And things like that, if nothing else, force you to have a little perspective, don't they? Well, despite that, I was unable to keep on top of things as the Christmas season ran on and this performance that I'd been put in charge of began to edge closer and closer. Well, it wasn't a particularly big deal, my responsibility. It was just a song and a dance that my class, grade one, class one, would do. When I had introduced the song, Hello, that song from the Book of Mormon, were written to have words about a book of English, making it suitable for the occasion. Well, when I'd introduced it to the Chinese teachers, they loved it, and I was initially pleased, enthusiastic even. The challenge was converting it into a version that the kids could perform, and I rather relished the opportunity to do something genuinely creative. That class of eight-year-olds had such boundless energy, and they worked so well as a team. By now we all knew each other well, so I was sure that however objectively good the outcome was, we were in for some serious fun. And in this, I was mistaken. This song, Hello, is a fast song, and the kids had a total of 12 weeks exposure to English. So, the kids were pretty new to English, except for the various animals they'd come across elsewhere. No one struggled with the word cat, for example. Anyway, regarding this song, I wanted to slow it down to make it easier. But the problem with that was that we needed the original backing track, so that meant doing it at the original speed. Little did I understand at the time the importance of making this performance actually flawless. It turned out this was no first grade jolly. This was Andrew Lloyd Webber series. Before long, English classes were informally cancelled, replaced with singing and dancing practice. The fun that had begun this little project was soon eroded as December drew on and performance day, December 31st, approached. They'll be performing this to a hall of parents, it turned out. And this is all part of the Christmas gala. This is all news to me. If I'd known this, we would have done the alphabet song. But of course, I never got the details because my co-teacher, Chen, spoke no English, and I never went out of my way to inquire about things in the school, because I'd learned by this point that keeping my head down was generally the better policy. The kids, for their part, were fantastic. They learned their lines by heart and kept their smiles, even while the teachers were castigating them for not keeping to the quick rhythm of the song, which is really quite fast. It's a fast song. You can go and listen to it on YouTube or Spotify or something. The Book of Mormon. Hello. It's fast, isn't it? Imagine trying to sing something at that pace in a language which isn't your native language. Anyway, to make the task slightly easier, we recorded their voices and I synced them with the Hello backing track so that they could mime during the show. That was much safer. The importance given to the show and the quick disregard of actually teaching English kind of astounded me. I still had in this naive young teacher brain of mine, the misplaced idea that I, as an English teacher, was here to teach English. So I told the management that we'd all but stopped teaching English, and they responded that the show was important to keep the parents happy. I had been cruelly sucked into a marketing gimmick. Oh, naive Lao Wai. The disruption to the days made the kids unruly, difficult to manage, and the changing schedules left me anxious and stressed, and I wasn't the only one feeling it. As I passed Yun's classroom, one cold afternoon she was sobbing into her hands. My attempt to be comforting was greeted with a dismissive wave, and I left her to her tears. But later I tried to reassure her with the sort of words that people say to friends in times of sadness. 
It's just the stress, she told me. Over in Kelly's class, the kids were practicing a song about the weather. They did it well, but I couldn't help noticing that it was a markedly simple song compared to my song. What can I say? I played it safe, said Kelly, who was enviably relaxed about the whole thing. It was stark, the contrasting attitudes of Kelly and her co-teacher Yuen, both in the same class doing the same project, and one of them regularly in tears. We've got this performance in the bag, Kelly told me, but it doesn't matter. The management is going to make the teachers suffer until it's over. It was the same across the school. The foreign teachers mostly stepped back from proceedings while their Chinese co-teachers drilled words and dance moves into the students. For Mark and Arizona man, remember them? The American teachers who'd brought their families over here? Well, for them, this was great. The fewer hours spent at the front of the class trying to get English into those kids' heads, the better. But for me, well, I'd suggested the damn song, felt responsible for it. For something that should have been fun, the atmosphere was becoming decidedly unhealthy. Only Jess was untouched as she didn't have her own class. She came and went without care in the world. On Christmas Eve, we had a practice run, and the infamous Madame Wu came to watch. She was one of the rarefied few at the top of the cradle of elites, school royalty, answerable to no one except the principal. She sat there in the front row while a hundred or more kids aged between eight and twelve came out and performed their little dance routines. She had the face of a prison guard, eyes which the lowly Chinese teachers avoided meeting. The climaxes of each song were greeted with sighs and shakes of the head, never applause. She told every Chinese teacher, no one was exempt, that they needed to work harder. This is fucking Broadway. Except it wasn't. It was primary school. Let me talk to her, I thought. I pushed through some teachers and grinned at Hitler, as I had come to call Madame Wu. Ni hao, hui shuo yingwen ma? I asked. Hi, do you speak English? She didn't. Okay, can you translate? I said to another teacher. These kids haven't learned any English this month, and they've been singing and dancing non-stop. It'd hardly be expected to work any harder. Do you think maybe we could go back to teaching? The translator said something different to Hitler, who nodded and walked away. I had been snubbed. The school gave us foreigners Christmas Day off. This was just fine by me. I bought the softest little toy dogs for the kids in our foreign outfit. That's one for the Arizona family, and two for Mark's family. I wrote little notes and attached them to the dogs. Help! We are lost dogs and we need a home. Can we live with you? And I put them on the doormat outside their apartments, knocked the door and ran. Later, Arizona man got in touch to say how much Louisa liked her dog. Didn't hear a word from Mark's family. It was that weird time in the afternoon on Christmas Day when no one really knows what to do. Even here in China, in the damp winter air, the mood persisted, only with most of the magic missing. Some teachers had got little plastic Christmas trees and stuff, but I could never justify to myself the plastic waste, or the effort it took to go to the supermarket to get one. I video called my family when morning came to the UK. What's Christmas like in China? They asked me. People give each other apples, I told them. Jess came over from her dorm and we had a stroll around the piles of rubble that make up the surrounding area beyond the school gates. We talked about what our families were doing back home and whether the holiday season would have been better or worse if we were somewhere else. What we did know, at this point, was that December in the Yangtze River Delta was grim. It was always cold. It was always damp. There were no crisp mornings or magical flurries of snow. And there was no escape. 
The damp cold seemed to penetrate everything. The only heat source was the air conditioner, which let out a streamlined burst of hot, dry air that you had to position yourself under. Thank God for those hot water bottle rabbits we'd been given. We stopped under dilapidated bridge and looked over the blank, wilting countryside. Is that a sheep carcass? I asked, pointing towards something in a nearby field. Then I went to spread more Christmas joy in the two classes I teach. I had bought bouncy balls for the kids. Fifty-six bouncy balls is quite a haul. Makes quite a spectacle when let loose in a small classroom. Next time, more Christmas joy as I become quite severely ill. Deck the halls with balls of phlegm. Yep, you're not going to want to miss that one. It's all to come on Stuck in the Middle Kingdom with you.